Hey friends, welcome to For the First Time. For the First Time is a podcast where we talk about things we're doing for the first time and encourage you to get out of your comfort zone and do something. Woo! Woo! My name's Scott. Yes, and my name's Annie. Forgot to say my name. Welcome. So today we have a very interesting topic. We are talking. This is our this is our Halloween episode, I believe. This is coming out for October. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, so today we're talking about. It's <laughs> very maniacal laugh you got there. Scott's got a really good maniacal laugh. What can I say? <laughs> Death. It really drew me to him. It, yeah, I mean, that's really what drew you in. I laughed maniacally the first time. You said, ooh, I'm, I'm, I like that. <laughs> and then we went to the Cold Temple for our first oh, date. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. Totally anyway, joking. off though. topic. Actually, no, we're being serious. <laughs> we did good at the Cold Temple. Our heart wasn't in that. All right. So today, we're talking about death. And so, yeah, not but, I mean, it's Halloween coming up here. Yeah. I, you know, so yeah, if, if death is something that maybe is a little sensitive for you right now, totally get it um and so feel yes. free to skip over this yes. episode please skip um, over we will be I mean, we can tell let's tell the backstory a little well bit. i mean it's gonna be a fun episode i mean yeah. we're gonna have fun with death it's yeah. not gonna be a depressing death no episode. the reason that we decided to talk about this this month is halloween. halloween but also the fact that we've been married about a year and we just realized we i don't have a will Oh, yeah. Scott has a will. It's like, how does married for a year connect with death? <laughs> no, <laughs> it just felt on? timely. And also, um, unfortunately, I had a coworker pass away who was pretty young, and uh, that was really rough. So I went to a funeral. We were discussing funerals and, like, our thoughts on, like, what kind of funerals we went to growing up, like, open casket, closed casket. And we just had, like, really different experiences. Yeah, but the odd so, thing was I wasn't sure why you were asking me about what kind of funeral I wanted at the time. Like, your, your coworker <laughs> it passed away and it was on your mind. Yeah. And you, like, come home and you're like, hey, so what kind of funeral do you want? I'm like, um, is there okay, something? Okay, first of all, I, I didn't know? just start off like that. <laughs> it was his, yeah, but yeah. It, it just got me curious because we had never addressed that topic before. Yeah, yeah. So, so. And before we get to that, we're going to start with the art of joy finding. Yes. So what do we got start today? Start with our mini segment here, the art of joy finding. So Scott, what has brought you joy in the past week or so? Mm, that's good. Um, in the past week or so, it's been um, a lot of areas of joy that um, to be found. Like It's been just a really healthy and relaxing week as far as connecting with people. Um, yeah. Just today had a um, really good lunch with a couple of good friends. I mean, nothing specific in the past week or so necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we did something. Oh, I take all of that back. We just celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary, yes. and you just celebrated awesome. your birthday. Yes. So we've had a lot, and that was all in the past week and a half. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the past week, I, I was just kidding when I said before about nothing happening. This, but all kinds yeah. of joy. We should expand it to found. a month anyway, because these are each month. So a birthday month. <laughs> no, actually, we had a we had a great time. Your mom and some mm-hmm. good friends from um, some your hometown came down mm-hmm. last weekend, and then along with some local friends and family, just um, yeah, celebrated really cool. your birthday. That was yeah. really cool. Yes, and then it was awesome. The week before that, we celebrated our one year wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. which 
coming up at the beginning of October, we're actually going on a, a little mini um, anniversary trip for yes. us. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, actually, by the time you guys hear, when this podcast comes out, we will be on our way to Healing Waterfalls to yeah. <laughs> just spend a weekend disconnected. So we probably won't even hear this podcast when it comes out because we're going to be disconnected for a few days yes. and it's just going to be so refreshing. Yes. I will share the same, my bit of joy over the past month is similar um, on our anniversary, Scott gave me this little book with pictures of this place he had found for us to go to and it had a little storyline. It was really sweet. So I'm excited to go there and relax and unplug, recharge. Yes. Yeah. My yeah. birthday was super fun. Um, Scott made burgers and we got to hang out in the park and it was a gorgeous day. Friends, family. It was sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah everyone had a really good time with that. Yeah. Oh, I I'd was... be remiss not to mention. Sorry, were you going to say something? Yeah, but I'm not quite sure it's <laughs> as if what you're about to say sounds important, but I feel like what I was going to say was relevant to what we just said. Uh, is yours relevant? Mine to... is not relevant. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I was really proud of doing the burgers for your birthday party because... Yes. We we thought we would need about a couple dozen burgers um, beforehand, and I'm like, man, we're going to like a local park that has like a charcoal grill. I don't the whole charcoal mess and all. I was like, I don't want to make two dozen burgers on this thing while yeah. everyone else is having and it's fun. It's getting chilly out. Yeah, and the burgers we get and, cold. Like, I was more than happy to like make the burgers. I was like, there's got to be a better way to do this in mass. And last month we just got an instant pot, and I was like, there's got to be a way to make this many burgers with an instant pot. So I googled yeah. it, and sure enough, you can make a dozen burgers at a time from frozen burger patties with the Instant Pot in like 15 minutes mm -hmm. per dozen. And so the day of your um, party, I'm like the hour before, I'm just making, I made two dozen burgers in like half an hour in the Instant Pot. Yes. Put them in foil to keep them warm and brought them over and like they tasted amazing. People seemed to love them. It, like, it was so yeah. much easier um, and just probably tasted better too, more moist and everything than doing yeah. a whole charcoal yeah. mess thing. It was, I was just, that was, cool. that made me happy. Yeah, you I did a really good job. That. I really appreciated that. Yeah. Shout out to my sister-in-law for telling us about the joys of the Instant Pot. Yeah. That was um. Amy, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Um, so what was the, other, okay. the important thing that you were going to say? Oh, that was actually way cooler than what I was going to say. But something that I have found joy in recently is my mom kind of mm. turned me on to these spindrift sparkling waters mm -hmm. there's zero added sugar it's literally carbonated water with puree of different fruits raspberry um cream uh what are the other ones grapefruit lime juice they're really tasty and it feels like you're drinking something really special you pop it open it's like a nice little fizzy experience <laughs> good. but it's not a soda there's not like half a cup of sugar in like most carbonated drinks so it's just really fun i've been drinking them in the shower in the bath <laughs> like on the porch for you know meals or whatever it's fun yeah they're really good it just adds a little sparkle to life yeah and that's not a sponsorship yet but um yeah they are really <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally i could be a sponsor for this spindrift spindrift like it's seltzer water. like not just any sparkling water because some they just put a lot of sugar in there yeah. this is literally water and fruit puree mm. it's like sparkling water with class yeah that's what i would call it so spendrift yeah, really you, you can have yeah. that um it's not free though you can 
you know, yeah, hopefully they can sponsor us now. Yeah. No, but yeah, that is really good stuff. Yeah. So, although I was tricked, I feel like with the spin drift, I thought, oh, really? it, I thought it was all just carbonated water with some flavoring in it. And then mm-hmm. the other night they have this oh, one flavor. Yes. That's the Arnold Palmer flavor. It's mm-hmm. the flavor. Now it still says sparkling water on it, but it's yeah. um, half tea flavor and half lemonade mm-hmm. flavor. Like, oh, that, that sounds good, but no sugar or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm pounding back a 16 ounce or a 12 ounce can of this stuff. Yeah. I'm like, this is good. This is a nice yeah. treat. And you're like, you know, that's, that has tea in it. That has caffeine in it, right? I was yeah. like, no, I thought it was water. Like, yeah, it's the tea it's just one. The one caffeine. flavor like, has what? black tea in it. They got to, yeah. they got to, they got to point that out a little yeah. bit more. It was because it, it was like really good, ones. but I was yeah. able to sleep that night. So. Yeah. It's a problem. So be aware. Yeah, they're delicious, um, though. But hope you guys are finding joy in your everyday, no matter what you're going through, and just able to celebrate the good stuff that's happening. Yeah, and speaking of finding joy, um, let's talk about the day you die and what comes afterwards. <laughs> but yeah, it's important to to think about that and mm-hmm. address it, even though it's it can be hard to talk about, depending on, you know, if... If that's something that's hard for you. I think, weirdly, I'm finding it not too hard to talk about. Don't know why. No idea why. Maybe because it's not, at the moment, a super, like, triggering or sensitive topic. But another season of life, it might really be difficult to talk about. So, anyway. It feels um, kind of still so far off for us. Right. Whereas, if we were doing this for the first time when we were 80 or 180 for our elder listeners um like it'd be like oh it would be a little bit like oh man like this if it might feel yeah. more on the forefront like heavy and like we might want to avoid it and stuff yeah um anyway so this evening we decided to go on willing.com willing.com and yeah and um tell us what that is Annie. yeah so it's pretty simple uh kind of fill in the blanks and they create a document that you can get signed and notarized and everything it's kind of like TurboTax for wills. They, exactly. They ask you some questions, you put in the mm-hmm. information, and then they spit out all the legal jumbo mumbo around it. And like, okay, here's the legal agreement. Like, all right, cool. Thank you. That's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> it's easier and cheaper than going to a lawyer just for something like that. Right. So we won't go over all the questions with you guys, yeah. um, but there were a couple that we wanted to highlight. Things to think about. Um, so... Here's one of the questions that they actually asked us. So, in there, I think there's yeah. two kind of levels here. There's mm-hmm. one that's, yes, you're dead, and what do we do with you now? And then there's another one that's like, hey, you're not quite dead yet. You're breathing. Mm-hmm. It's more the living will yes, thing. And those so, were like, there's two kind of different areas I think we might venture into with some of these questions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And also the. Oh no! Yeah, you're yeah. I get a little confused. The living will and then the funeral stuff after is what we're going to talk about. Yeah, living will is yeah. before it, while you're technically still alive. And then yeah. the will will is your omagoma. Yeah. Yes. Probably won't go over like our the people that we put in everything. But. Okay, I will share the first question. Yeah. All right. Do you want to be put on life support if you are in a medical condition from which there is no reasonable probability of recover? So my first question with this was, 
is there a condition underneath this that we can select where it's like after a certain amount of time, like a year or five years? Yeah, so what, what were the options that they gave us by default to select? It was yes or no. Or let the a designated oh, agent Oh, yes. Or let decide. someone choose for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was looking for the, like, after three years, you might say no, but it's just yes, no, or default to the person you designate. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that, babe? Um, so it basically they're saying, hey, if you're in a medical condition and there's no reasonable probability of recovery, but you're technically still alive, so yeah. coma, maybe permanent brain damage, maybe a, a host of things where... Yeah. You, you know, as a person are not functioning other than yeah. your basic organs. Right. Um, you're not able to make decisions like for yourself. Your heart and lungs are working, but maybe nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, I said yes. I said put me on life support. Um, and I think the more I learn about this topic and the further I get in life, that might change to let my agent decide um but it will never be a no and i'll tell you why for me mm. and i'll tell you why because mm-hmm. i have too much like hope and faith and i've, I've heard too many mm. stories of miracles happening even after somebody's been in that state mm. for like a decade and they might have been declared dead or something and then they come back yeah and like yeah. live a life after that so yeah i think the hope and faith part of me says man like i want to believe that this can turn around and I can live a life after this, even if this is like mm. a really heavy, horrible season. And the other part of me is like, well, if I'm brain dead during that season, I'm not going to really know I'm in the season. So, okay. Yeah, Everyone else will know. Like, it sucks losing, for them. Or you're not in pain. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, right now I said, yes, um, put me on life support. Um, yeah. At some point in my change, let an agent decide because they can get more of that information. Like, Hey, yeah. it's only going to be a few months or it might be 30 years. Yes. And so kind of they can make that nuanced decision. But for me, I will never put a, a solid no just because mm-hmm. I I want to have some kind of hope there. That makes a lot of sense. Um, at first, I put no. And then you mm. shared that. And I was thinking some more. And I realized it was probably smarter to put um, deferred to the designated person, which would be you. Um, and, you know, let that be more of a decision that you can make with all the information. The reason I first put no is I'm remembering some conversation with various people in my life who are medical professionals. And I thought I remembered, like, I'm going to have to do more research on this before we like final sign this document. Cause I'm curious to learn more, but it can always be changed. And updated. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but I've heard sometimes there's like policies that they have to do all the reviving things until you are just like very, very dead, but they can be like super painful and like break your, like keep on doing like resuscitation things that are really painful. And then if you do come back, you're, you have like zero quality of life and your brain isn't working and you're there forever not for until you're older but like it's just um not a situation like i might want to just naturally die at that point rather than try to do everything possible to draw it all out and then i might pass away anyway a few months later and so like i just don't want all that to happen Mm -hmm. so that's why at first i was thinking no 
But then mm-hmm. you said there are situations like that where people do come back and live a great quality of life and everything. So that's that was my thought process. Wow, thanks for sharing. And I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong answer. That's why they yeah, asked the no. question because yeah. it's, it's um, personal. Sorry, yeah, it's yeah. um. I think that can change as life changes too. I think right now it's like I think when I'm in a retire state, like I'm 60s, 70s, 80s, then I would be more on the no side because but I've had a good life. I feel like it's still so unfinished and incomplete right now like I don't want to just mm. give up on it with that answer mm. and so like, I don't mm-hmm. think that that's for everybody but f- so I definitely hear where you're coming from too if, yeah. like you don't want to be in pain for 30 years yeah if it's unproductive too yeah um, it's a tough one yeah. for sure the next question they asked was do you want <laughs> what <laughs> no. I'm moving on <laughs> yeah, she's, that's a I'm tough on a mission. one next question <laughs> Um, do you want to receive treatment for pain at all times, even if it hastens your death? So what this means is, do you want to receive treatment even if there's the possibility of this pain treatment mm-hmm. causing your life to end and sooner? sooner? I even, didn't know this so was a situation. Less pain, but also less life duration. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Like pain medicine can cause you to die sooner? I think, apparently, okay. I, I mean, I think in the hospital, there are certain situations where they have, might have treatments that can make a person feel better in the moment mm. or for a season, but um, can have long-term effects that are mm. shortening their life. Oh, yeah. Like, like maybe smoking morphine? smoking cigarettes or something. Oh. Not, that doesn't, but like, that might make a person feel good in the moment, but it's oh. shaving time oh, off their oh, life. Oh, I see. So. Yeah. Maybe kind of like the hospice mentality, the hospice, what is it called? Method, like where they they just increase your pain meds and it's really not great for your body to have like loads of morphine, like be addictive and stuff, but you're close to the end anyway. So you're just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm trying to remember what I said for this. I think I said no. I said no also. We both said no. Mainly because I'm... Obviously, there's all kinds of situations in life where people can have more or different information than I have, or we have, or or have their own decisions made. That's fine. Like I, and but I'm kind of a a non medication guy to begin with. Um, and yeah, I I respect doctors and and that all that, and I just like even when I have a headache, I don't go get Advil most of the time. I have to have a headache like three days in a row to get take some headache medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with this question, do you want to receive pain medication basically? Um, but it could potentially cause you to die faster, essentially is what they're asking. Like, well, I think I'm the type of person that tends to want to push through pain. Um, although that could change because maybe it's excruciating pain that I have no idea about. So I don't know, Mm. but I did say no for right now. I don't Mm -hmm. want the medication. Yeah. How about you? I said the same thing probably for the same reasons. Like I'm more of a less medication person trying to do things naturally as much as possible. There's definitely a time and place for pain meds. Um, but yeah, I've just always been that way. Yeah. Just how I am. Yeah. And I, I don't, um, 
everyone, I, I, I respect everyone to make their own decisions yeah, with that totally. kind of thing. I think for me, I see medication <clears throat> as like a short-term, quick impact way to stabilize a body, get it back to a normal mm-hmm. um, range. And then anything beyond short-term, I'm like, man, I just believe in the natural ability of the body to work through on thing or the mm-hmm. the environment and things in nature to be able to help our bodies before defaulting to a long term mm-hmm. synthetic solution. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, there's certain situations where I totally get it, like a severe mental illness, like yeah. schizophrenia or something. Sure. Like that really helps manage long term illnesses, um, diabetes, like insulin shots, things that are really life saving long term, but. There's so many things that I think can just over medicate. Yeah. 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 I think that's a great word for it. There are, there's a lot of opportunities where over medication does occur. And so it, mm-hmm. it can, um, everything else can get lumped yeah. in that too. But again, it's super personal. Yeah, like, absolutely. Everybody has their own yeah. perspective. Um, what's, okay. So we, from, I'm seeing lots of questions scroll up and it seems like we've, we've, that was the last of the living will pieces. Now we're into, you're dead. Yes. What do you want to happen with your stuff, with your family, with your funeral, with yeah. the, your body? What's going to happen? Yeah. These are these questions. Now, yes. Right? Cool. Oh, you're looking. You're, you love these. Too. I, every I th- don't know why I'm excited <laughs> to talk about this. This is so weird. <laughs> you love it. It's so wild. I'm like embarrassed that I'm excited to talk about this. Can I tell you something? And it, it haunts me every time I hear the song. Now, there's, there's a that's an appropriate word. For uh, yeah, October. Yeah, you like that? Um, <clears throat> very popular song that almost everyone's heard at some point in their life. I can only imagine by Mercy Me. Mm. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's great. It's a good song, um, but it's very popular. It's still played on the radio and everything. And I think maybe five or six years ago, my mom said she said she leaned over. She said she tapped me. She said Scott, I want that song played at my funeral. I said, what song? She said, if I can only imagine but that, that song. I was like, want that played at your funeral? She said, yeah, I want that played at my funeral. I said, all right, we'll play that. We'll make sure it gets played at your funeral. But now, every I even, <laughs> I've even a couple times sent videos when I'm driving in the car and the song I can only imagine comes on the radio. I'll start recording my phone and singing along to the song while I was playing the radio. And I'll send it to my mom and say, your, your day's coming. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but every time I hear that song now, I think of like the day my mom's going to pass away. I'm like, this is terrible. I can't hear this song mm. anymore. I'm traumatized with it for decades Aww. now. <laughs> I should talk to her then because it sounds like she's comfortable. She's talking about what she wants at her funeral. Oh, yeah. They, there's a lot of will conversations that have been going on lately for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you wonder. Uh, no. no. Um, but, yeah, like I went to a funeral uh, recently and um, open casket. And I had all, my entire childhood never been to an open casket viewing or anything. Just closed casket and like memorials with pictures so it was just like really surprising really different for me um like I was really nervous it was really different and so I was processing that with with you and you you had said like you had been around that more about the open castle. yeah yeah so it just got us talking like what we prefer um so I'll just ask the question um Maybe I'll start with, <laughs> do you want a funeral or a memorial service? 
Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Go first. I want a party. Mm. I want I, I want it to be open casket and I want to have strings on me on pulleys and be like dancing around like like, like, <laughs> That's so weird. like weekend at Bernie's. Like just you know, like dancing along with people and stuff and just having That's a good really old time. Weird. Okay, maybe not that part, but it can be open and I do want it to be a really enjoyable time for everybody. Like almost like a like a wedding reception vibe. Just a good time. What are they celebrating? <laughs> well they can frame it however they want to, but I'll be dead. <laughs> I want there to Your be life. good food, good drink, good yeah. music, all that. Um yeah, like like a Yeah, cool. like a wedding reception. Mm. So like catering, I'll, like I'll you be, want them like food and snacks and everything? Yeah, I, absolutely. Okay. I'll be, that'll be when I'm reunited with Jesus. So it's kind of like a, a reception of sorts. So, yeah. Ooh, that's a cool Pull out all the stops. Yeah. You know? um, cool. And I think, like, you, you mentioned, like, me mentioning that I've been around, like, more open casket stuff. Like, for three or four years, I was the media guy at a Baptist church. And so whenever – a old traditional Baptist church where, like, almost – like the whole church shows up. Oh well, every week somebody was dying because it was a ton oh, of old like people. Elderly. Yeah. <laughs> so like we common. were always doing. I mean, yeah. it was not uncommon for the pastor to call me up and be like, "Hey, so and so just passed away, unfortunately, and we've got to make a video for him because their service is tomorrow." Mm. I'm like, "It's ten o'clock at night." He's like, "Yeah, I'll meet you at the church." And so oh. like, and so there's kind of this back and forth of like scanning in photos, and um, mm. I'll keep it short for this, but like. There are some people where we would have to tell a story. Um, we would get to tell a story. So you would meet the family and they would give photos. And we would mm. have to put all these, you know, 100 photos into a five-minute video show or whatever. The music, and tell the story of somebody's life. And it's like it's this weird thing because you're condensing mm. 80 years of someone's life into an eight-minute slideshow. Wow. And hitting all the highlights and yeah. making it feel good and, and without yeah. really any words helping the the viewing audience understand the arc of their life and mm-hmm. the journey that they went through. And for some people, it's like just such great story that they lived. And it was like really fulfilling and easy to be able to tell that. And like, mm. put the, and then there's some people who are like, we'd be up for an extra couple hours. Like, how do we make something positive out of this person's mm. life? Cause yeah. this thing's going to play in front of everybody yeah. tomorrow. And it's like, they abused their life and they did this. And like, there's really no mm. pictures of them with their family because mm. they weren't really a part of their mm. like all these things Aww. of like how do we tell a positive story on this and so you mentioned the open casket thing like funerals became a very like um nonchalant thing for me because mm. like it was like, okay people die and and there's always you know I'm setting up microphones next to a person's dead body with the open casket yeah. the next day like it's just You're kind just of kind this, of they're getting ready it's not a, uh, a a scary thing i Mm -hmm. guess because you realize that even after someone passes like all that's left is the story they told with their one life Mm. wow so um what an experience that's why i want mine i think to be like a party of sorts like Mm. man this is like let's go with the bang let's like Mm. let people know that this is your one opportunity to live and to do something great mm. with it and not not great like yeah going out and like being known by everybody but it's great by like how you wake up in the morning and mm. connect with the one person you might talk to that day mm. or whatever or mm-hmm. how well you do your work and stuff like that so like 
Wow. Yeah. I, me personally, yes, if I want like a funeral memorial service, yeah, I want it to be like a wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Just invite all the people that are mm-hmm. wherever part of my life and who are still alive, all the friends, all the family, all the the kids and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Even have the dogs there around. I don't care. But yeah. like, and just make it like a fun like event where people like are really glad that they, I, I'll say it this way and then I'll, I want to hear your answer. Mm-hmm. On my funeral day, I want people to be glad that I died because it brought everybody together one more time. That's a strong statement. Past a certain time, right? Like, after you've lived a well, nice long life. Well, yes. No, okay. No, here, here. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I mean, that, no, if no, you no, take it, that too here, far, no, it no, no, be like right no, now. No, no, I don't want. I don't want to die so that that happens. Okay. But once I do naturally pass gotcha, away, gotcha, I gotcha. want my celebration of life gotcha. to be that kind of experience mm, where yes. people are like, that's cool. Are glad they got to connect through it in some way. Yeah, it that's, was like that was. Really I want cool. the yeah. the celebration either way. I don't. I'm not trying to die just so <laughs> yeah. that happens. The, yeah. There's other ways to like <laughs> go see people, yes. but yes. yeah, cool. So, awesome. so yeah, mine's kind of like I want to go out with a bang and have everybody a part of it kind of idea. Um, but I know that's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you kind of picture or envision for your funeral memorial service? Yeah. Um, well, thanks for sharing that. Definitely, like, see the um, the parallel with your personality and, like, outgoing nature. And you have a lot of friends and connections and so many people that you connect with and um, bring joy to um, I think being a bit more of an introvert on the quiet side, a bit more private of a person, I think that that gets reflected in how I picture cool. that day. Um, still connected, still friends and family, but not as out there. Um, <laughs> I just remembered a comment that you made when we were talking about this before about leaving a, a good last impression like you wanted to be dressed up and stuff oh i want to have my finest tux on because i hate wearing tuxes in real life so i'd rather if i'm dead put it on me man <laughs> and actually <laughs> since you brought, brought me back over here i think it'd be hilarious not it would be twisted in a lot of ways too but like since you got me on wires and i'm like dancing around anyway it's amusing oh my god Put me, not doing that. put me on a float. Let's have a parade through the neighborhood. <laughs> That's so weird. That's how people can say bye. They go wave at no. me, and I'm waving at them too. <laughs> that is so weird. That's so weird. You're right. But so tell me more about yours. Um, but yeah, even just thinking about that was so strange to me. Like what I would be wearing and stuff, because I never thought of having an open casket. It just seemed so strange to me. Like I never. Like I said, until a couple months ago, I had never gone to an open casket funeral, um, been around a corpse of any kind or anything like that. So it was just like really different for me. Um, maybe over time I'll change, like talking to you more and <laughs> because it's like more normal for you. But to me, I always pictured like a closed casket um, and probably more on the smaller side, like family and close friends. Um definitely a funeral and then maybe like a memorial party later sort of like an after thing with like some 
like a place for people to connect so mm. like some refreshments or whatever where people can come together and talk and like pictures of us and our family and just like a time to like a fun time to say goodbye sort mm. of like that's what i appreciate in a funeral with someone i love like time to talk to other people about my favorite memories of them and all of that and um but yeah i mean just i get to me that's normal so i'm like yeah just the normal but for you the normal might be different than my normal so just like a small gathering people yeah i love that oh that's that's really yeah. really special kind of like the like like um with our wedding like i think i was more like simple small and you were like oh, lots of people and we found like a great combination of both of our personalities and preferences i feel like the same with our funeral like Except we have our own funeral, so we can do whatever we want with it. <laughs> That's true. We have to combine it. Yeah. But yeah, like simple, meaningful, um, a time to connect. It's At the heart, it's the same as yours. Like a time for people to connect and like be glad that they enjoyed that time together. That's really special. That's really special. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so another question that we were talking about was maybe this could be our last one or maybe just two more but we'll wrap up soon um whether you would prefer to be cremated or buried what do you want i'm undecided but part of me has this idea of being cremated and then the ashes sprinkled like mm. in the woods somewhere or like use it to grow a tree like, I've heard of that. You can just, like, use it as part of, like, your compost to grow a tree. I think that's really cool. That's cool. So, what about you? That's really cool. I didn't know you could grow trees with your ashes. Like, mm -hmm. That's cool. Totally. Plan B would be, like, next to you in a cemetery somewhere, I think. Or next to some family. Like, that'd be awesome. You could, um, if I was to be buried, you could, um, if you wanted to, get cremated and then plant a tree next to where mm. I'm buried with your ashes. That would be ashes. so cool. If you want to do the whole tree thing, that could be cool. It could cool. be like shading over Aww. where you are yeah, laying. You, oh, that's cool. I like <laughs> that. Let's go. And then our kids can be like, all right. Oh, they'll probably be with their spouses or whatever. Somewhere else. Yeah, you, yours could be a fruit tree and then they could come pick fruit off your tree. That might be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Mom <laughs> tastes great this year. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I I would want to yeah. be buried with a okay. uh, a cellular Apple Watch on my wrist, like with the one I'm wearing now. Because what if they're wrong? What if they got it wrong and I wasn't actually oh like fully gosh. dead? I don't want them burning me up in the oven. I want bury me with some kind of cellular device. Oh. So if I wake up, I can be like just call somebody. Like, hey, I know you're probably freaked out right now because you thought I was dead. <laughs> But I'm really hungry. If you could just come get me out of this hole, that'd be great. Like, I just want to, you know. I, I think, for me, the only thing worse than dying is to not die and people mm. think you're dead. Yeah. And that is actually what yes. kills you. And out of the best intentions, yeah. they bury you. Or even cremate you when you're not dead. That's even worse. Then you're yeah. definitely yeah, dead. You're, so, like, yeah. So, like, oh, I, that's why I don't, that's. I have nothing against cremation other than I don't want them to get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just want to be yeah. buried with a phone or whatever and just in case. Cool. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Very last question. 
when it comes to flowers, would you want flowers or donations to a special cause? Or a combination of both? Or something completely different than that? Because people do have it in their minds that when they go to a funeral, they send flowers, they bring flowers, people's homes get filled with flowers. Well, So you've got to communicate about it. I would say when it comes, I, I would honestly, and I don't think I, I was able to even say this in the in the will. I don't think, maybe, but mm-hmm. um, we still need to write. This I part want of. the flat. I don't care about flowers, but if you are still around and they would help you grieve and feel better, then I would want you to have flowers received and at the home and everything. Um, but let's say for whatever reason, like I'm the second to go or whatever. And yeah. I don't, I don't, I actually don't want flowers cause like people spend a lot of money on flowers. They bring them, they clutter up the place for a couple of days, they die. And then it's like a death after death and mm. they got to clear them all out. It's just yeah. like, like I'm even looking at the sunflowers yeah. I gave you last week. They were like. 15 bucks and they're still pretty nice but they're yeah. already like wilting yeah. i'm like what? it's a little sad sometimes <laughs> wait, wait, it's yeah it's so I'm like, okay ya. these I are yeah that's how so i'm not a flower yeah. guy in that respect um but i would say um here i would any I, w- I would want cash donations but not for me or my family because mm-hmm. i think that's all gonna be yeah. fine yeah. from other planning I would want it to go towards a certain cause mm-hmm. and um, for, and it's also, I don't know, I kind of go back and forth and I probably wouldn't, but part of me likes the idea of having like an exclusive celebration of life party mm-hmm. that charges admission to be, able to, to be invited and then all that money mm-hmm. goes towards the cause too. Okay, so like a fun like, party. You got it like, oh, sc- and, but I, I don't like this because it, I feel like it elevates me, and that's not the point. Yeah. Um, You're but, trying to raise money. Yeah. But, like, something I would – I th- think maybe the simple answer is whatever gifts happen because of my passing, I want them to go to a, a good cause of, so, of some sort. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. How about you? I like that. For me, I really feel the same way, 100%. Um. Yeah, like if flowers, like if you, well, you just said they don't really encourage you, so I wouldn't want them sent to you if I died first. Um, I think my mom really likes flowers, so if like three people could be like the people that get my mom flowers or something, hopefully I live. Hopefully they're listening to this podcast, right? <laughs> Who are these three people? But just like my mom could have a couple flowers or something, but yeah. overall, yeah, like I would want to set up. Oh, I couldn't do it, but someone else could set up a link online. You can do that. Um, to have donations sent. Hey, your wife just passed away. You've got to set up an e-commerce store right now. She needs this link up and running immediately. Wait, can I grieve? No grieving. We need a link. Got to raise You're money. The tech guy. Come on. Come on. Get it together. I'm like 85. We need a link now. Will we even have links? I don't. Then? There'll be no links. It'll all just like be connected. <laughs> Alexa will literally be in our heads talking to us. Uh, now she's lighting I'll up right now. Like, I said her name. That's great. Oh God, yeah. I'll be like 80 
And at that point, I'll just be, like, on my deathbed thinking about, like, what I'll want for my funeral or something. Hopefully, that's not what I'll be spending my time thinking about because it doesn't matter that much. But, like... You're going to live past... Well past 80. Like, 90 or whatever. And the thoughts I'm thinking are, like, being typed into, like, this cloud that, like, all my friends, like, are aware of. And then they, like, know my wishes. It's called Facebook, I think. That's... Anyway, the cause, I really love IJM, International Justice Mission, and Compassion International. So it would be really cool if the funds went toward those. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, because I've totally seen a lot of uh, redemption and God working to bring people out of poverty and through um, trauma and stuff like that. And those organizations really help with that. So that's cool. That would be awesome. That's really cool. Nice. So that about wraps up all of our questions today. And I can just tell that our audience is is dying to finish this episode. Yeah. You got a pun in there. Good job. (laughs) This was fun, though. I feel like we made some progress on our our will. And and so if if this is our last episode, you'll know what happened. Uh. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening. And, um, I mean, this was a huge motivation to work through this. We really encourage open on its conversations about real stuff in life um this was our first time ever doing a living will together and it was a good experience yeah i think it definitely opened some good conversations um Mm -hmm. and help us get to know that side of each other better yeah yeah totally and so um yeah this is good now we'll um go sign it and um hopefully we'll never need it like we can just update it again in 80 years but we are wishing you all a long, happy life and smooth endings where everybody knows what's happening, good communication. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So. Yeah, so if you're on your deathbed right now, please start getting clear in your communication with people. You gotta, <laughs> that's top priority if you're about to kick the bucket. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening. listening. We will see you next time. Have a great Halloween.